Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 178 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Before we get to today's question from Thomas, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. Take the hassle out of running your business by joining millions of entrepreneurs, including myself and other small business owners, using FreshBooks to manage their business from everything from invoicing to keeping track of expenses, money going in, money coming out, and all that good stuff. If you want to get it for free and try it out, free trial, head on over to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Check it out now. All right, now let's get to today's question from Thomas. Hey, Pat, this is Thomas from Georgia. First off, thank you for what all you do. I really enjoyed listening and learning from the content produced on SPI. So I have a question about beginning a podcast. I have a very specific niche I occupy in mosquito control. Now, as far as I can tell, there's no one doing a podcast about mosquitoes, the viruses they cause, and the control methods used for them. Further, I'm wondering if there is a market for other people who want to know how to treat organically, how to treat bites, just all the things that seem to cause frustration from mosquitoes. Pat, how do I determine if there is a market? And do I begin by trying to line up interviews with other professionals? Um, Just trying to figure out how to get some traction here, I guess. Struggling with how to pull it all together, the best content, the right content. Would love to get your uh, feedback on that. Thanks again for all you're doing. Thomas, thank you so much for your question today. I think this is a very important question because a lot of us have great ideas and we want to know if there's a market out there for them. And one way to do that is through doing a lot of research and I'll go through over, I'll go over some of the topics and, and, and strategies for doing research. But I also want you to think about this as validation, validation for your idea so that you know to pursue it further. And just a little bit of work up front can help tell you if this is something worth doing or not. And it could save you a lot of years perhaps a lot of people get into something because it's quote their passion and they discover down the road that there isn't a market there or even if there was a market there that it's not really the right market for them or they might find that that particular market isn't really a market at all because they don't have money to spend or aren't willing to spend it in the first place one prime example of that is people doing niche sites and things all related around stuff that's free you know free um free I don't know, wedding invitations or free this or free that. Anytime you target something for free, you know, you it's kind of obvious the type of person that's trying to go there. You know, they're looking for stuff for free. And although some of them might convert to paid customers for something related to that free thing, more than likely people are searching because they're looking for the cheap, easy way to go about it. And so potentially building a business out of something like that uh, might not work in your favor. Now, mosquito control is definitely a huge pain for people. So let's talk about your your specific niche here, Thomas. The first thing I want you to think about is your target customer or your target, yeah, you wanna think of it as your target customer, not your target reader, not your target subscriber, but eventually your target customer. And that's something that Chris Ducker from chrisducker.com taught me, which is really important because you wanna think and focus on eventually how you're gonna get paid. Yes, money shouldn't be the primary object, but I mean, you're building a business and you wanna get paid. So how, what, what is it from your target customer's point of view? Now, when I'm thinking about somebody like myself who might be interested in mosquito control, maybe there's mosquitoes just piling up around my house for some reason or outside and I'm just not being able to control them at all, I want solutions fast. 
I'm not going to necessarily uh, listen, I don't think, to, and again, this is just one person's view, and what I would recommend you do is talk to people who are potential target customers and talk to them about your idea, ask them questions, you know, validate whether or not they would listen to a podcast or find out if there's something a little bit more useful. And for me, if I want to, con- to control my mosquitoes, um, it's something, a, a problem that, that I want to solve now that I don't really want to deal with in the future and hopefully would be able to just wipe away from my problems forever, I would rather have a, an article that I could read or a um, you know a YouTube video. YouTube, I mean, ha- I'm curious to know if you did any research on YouTube to see if anybody's delivering content in terms of mosquito control on YouTube. There, there might be a reason why there are no uh, podcasts out there. And, then, and, and whenever you go and do research and you find that there's, n- there's like nothing like what you're trying to create, that can be a good thing. Because it mean it could mean you're first to market, but it al- it could also mean a bad thing. Meaning maybe there isn't actually a market for a mosquito repellent or mosquito control podcast. Now that's not to say it's not going to work, but it is a red flag, and you you'll you will want to do further research. Now the only way, I mean, like, you know, again, I'm spitballing here, thinking out loud. A podcast could be useful if it's if it's about a very specific topic and it goes over very specific strategies, like a YouTube video. It could be very useful for me and definitely a lot easier to consume, potentially even more convenient to consume on a podcast. However, I can't imagine subscribing to a podcast because I'd want that pain away. I'd want to erase that pain. I'd want all the mosquitoes gone, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to listen to the show anymore. If that makes sense. Now. You know, just thinking and having the gears turned in my head about this, there is a way to potentially have a show that people would subscribe to, and that is not necessarily from a B to C standpoint, you know, business to customer, but from a business to business standpoint. If you are potentially giving advice and sharing new innovative solutions, organic solutions for other people who have repellent companies, who have um, pest control companies or specifically mos- mosquito control companies, perhaps you're even helping people become experts in this industry to create their own business as well. That to me is something that has a lot of potential and could potentially be a a great uh, solution for you in terms of having this podcast, being able to use the podcast as the outlet for this information, but also getting paid for that information, for courses, for eBooks, all about this to help again, not the person who's having trouble with mosquitoes in and around their house, but for the other business owners out there who are helping people with mosquitoes in and around their house. Maybe you are, le- you know, maybe you take take on the lead of, of finding the newest research when it comes to mosquito repellent. Maybe you talk to other mosquito um, experts out there, which would be definitely useful for somebody who is in that industry already as well or who wants to get into that industry. Not necessarily useful to, to, to the end customer who really, like I said, their big pain is just wanting to get rid of those mosquitoes right away. So that that's that's how I would go about it if I were you. But you could still do more research down the road to see if actually customers or people in their homes would want more information like that. I mean, you could overlap both, but I would focus specifically on building businesses and establishing yourself as an expert and helping other mosquito uh, experts out there uh, learn from you. Um, that would definitely help you and potentially help your existing customer or existing business if you have one in your local area. Like you would be known as the mosquito repellent guy, the go-to person online that all the other businesses go to for the top leading information on that. 
which I think would be really cool. But you can also have stuff for customers as well, like YouTube videos. And again, YouTube videos specifically for those who are really wanting to get rid of those pains, get rid of those mosquitoes in around their area, take care of bites right away, um, super fast. They would they just want to watch a quick video, boom, done, it's over, with, it's over with. Those are the videos that go viral. Those are the ones that people share. Those are the ones that people bookmark when it happens again. But again, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine someone subscribing to this type of content unless they were somebody who would want this content over and over and over again. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, this is a solution for a lot of people, you know, don't just think about B2C, but think about B2B because other businesses, those, those are the people that do have money and are willing to spend more money to research and, and learn all the best information. And if you could be the person to give them that information, um, there's definitely a lot of potential there, even, uh, flying out to different companies and doing speaking gigs about this you know that's that's like i feel like a great way to validate a a potential niche is could you imagine yourself speaking on this and having people come to see you speak about this and you know that the reason i say that is because that's what you become uh, a known expert for and that also helps you determine okay who's going to be in that audience who's going to pay to watch you speak about this stuff i don't think customers people who own homes who have mosquito problems are going to pay or fly out to see you as an expert in mosquito repellent, they might watch a video on YouTube because it's convenient and they have that major pain. But the people who are going to go out there to pay to watch you speak about mosquitoes are going to be people also in that industry who are going to want the latest information to take back home with them to better deliver value. And this might be a way for you to actually serve more people, you know, just not directly to the customers, but through other people who are helping the customers for you. So I hope this makes sense. Thank you so much, Thomas. I uh, am curious to hear what you think. Anybody out there, if you have any other questions or comments about this, use the hashtag AskPat178. That's the that's the number of the show. So hashtag AskPat178, and uh, we can continue the discussion there. Thomas, an AskPat t-shirt is going to be headed your way. Thank you so much. And um, you know, definitely validate this idea, the B2B idea, with other people in the industry as well. And you might be able to see groups on LinkedIn, groups on Facebook that are related to this mosquito industry in a way that you haven't really looked at it before. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you go about uh, you know, moving forward with this. Thank you so much. I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. I seriously wish I knew about FreshBooks when I was first starting out. It could have saved me a ton of time. I was just using Excel spreadsheets and you know, especially all the headaches that were coming around doing taxis. And this just makes it so much easier. Discovering FreshBooks was uh, actually a little bittersweet since I was so glad to be using it, but sad that I hadn't found it sooner. But obviously very happy now, and I hope you get to use it too. Just head to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section, and uh, that's how you can get your free trial. Thanks so much, and I'm going to end with a quote here from Roger Stelbach, and he says, There are no traffic jams along the extra mile. Cheers, thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. 
So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.